Hello, and welcome to the Ground and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Estenson-Williams. I'm a Minnesota-based marriage and family therapist, yoga teacher, and I create mental health content to help you ground and grow. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's begin. Hello there. So in today's episode, we are going to round off Maternal Mental Health Month with a little more talk of trauma. So in the, this is a little like three episode series on um, some related topics. The first one, so two episodes ago, I talked about a little overview of perinatal mental health. Uh, The last episode, I talked about specifically trauma in regards to perinatal health. And now I'm going to talk about how healing our trauma helps us to be better parents um, and how that can be really important. And this also might feel like a nice episode if you, maybe you're not even a parent, but you are working on like healing some inner child wounds. This might, um, this might hit hit some pieces for you. Um, It might be like some things that you're like, oh, I wish my parent knew these things um, or worked on these things when I was younger. So Uh, This is, of course, geared towards parents, but might have a few helpful notes for those of you working on some of your own attachment trauma stuff from your own childhood experiences. And I want to start this off, and I'll probably repeat this a few times throughout the episode, uh, that we don't only need to heal our trauma to be better parents, better partners, better friends, whatever, you know, in relation to others. Of course, it's first and foremost, important for us, right? We all deserve healing and we deserve to feel some grounding and to be able to explore the world in a present focus rather than having trauma write the script of how we can show up in our world. So I want, I I can't place enough importance on how, yeah, it's valuable for us. Um, And I know sometimes it helps to have a little extra motivation. If you're listening to this episode and you're a parent, you're probably listening because you really value being a healthy parent and modeling healthy patterns for your kiddos. So I know for me too, it's just like an extra motivation of like, yep, working on my own stuff is of course great for me, but it's also really great so that I can show up for my kiddo in ways that are really healthy and really supportive. And so we can have trauma from a lot of different experiences. Um, If you've been around the podcast for a while, you know I talk a lot about attachment trauma, sometimes known as complex trauma or developmental trauma. These traumas that come from, you know, younger childhood experiences when we're learning about relationships, or they can show up in just really significant relationships where this trauma impacts how we view ourselves and relationships in the world around us. Um, we can also have more single incident trauma, you know, those uh, big T trauma things that happen that, of course, can impact how safe we feel in the world and all of those pieces. And then, of course, in, in the last episode, we can have a little introduction to parenthood with trauma, whether it be from infertility or from difficulties in pregnancy or postpartum experiences. So you might be entering parenthood from a place where you need some healing, right? So 
I said in, in the previous episodes, I think these transitions in life are always great to have a few extra sessions with your therapist, make sure you're holding space for what needs some space to be held at. Um, but I'll talk a little bit about how these different uh, layers of trauma that we may have experienced in our life can impact parenting. And there's a whole slew of ways that it can impact parenting, and it really depends on your experience and and how the trauma specifically impacted you. So one person might experience the same, maybe even the same exact kind of trauma, and it might play out in different ways. So I'm going to go over just um, kind of the spectrum of, of some things, and it's not hitting on every single point, but some things that can show up for people with different instances of trauma in their life. Uh, So one, it might lead us to feel like overly cautious as parents, right? Maybe we feel like the world isn't as safe or, right, maybe we had a really difficult time bringing this little one into the world and so now we're really cautious, like, oh my gosh, I went through so much to get you here and now like I want to make sure you're as safe as possible and nothing happens to you. Maybe there's some anxiety that comes with that trauma so it can be, um, you know, that, that like helicopter parenting, right, where we just have to be on top of everything and so this is beyond like the helpful cautious right like of course my little one right now she's like crawling around everywhere working on standing on things so it's helpful for me to be a little bit cautious right if she's um standing up on you know the the table or something and and she's like reaching up from the ground onto the table it might be helpful for me to like have a hand there in case she bops or falls down, which is a common experience for her. So a little bit of cautiousness is, of course, going to happen at different developmental milestones. Um, But sometimes we can have that overcautious piece. And I know for me, certainly my anxiety played a role in this, right? I was like really worried about um, her sleeping really safe. I would be like checking on her constantly, making sure she's okay. And so this stuff where it's just... um, can be a bit much and maybe they don't notice it quite as much when they're little babies but this as we know can play a bigger role as they grow up and they're more aware of what's going on and there might be more rules and different things uh, placed on them so cautiousness or or it can also be disconnection right we might feel really disconnected from from them or what they're doing so we can sometimes have the opposite um, if we're maybe disconnected from ourselves and our own values and goals based on the trauma. Next we can notice um, enmeshment can show up so this might be where you feel like really 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 attached uh, because you value your little kiddo so much Uh, but like it can go to where there might not be like these healthy boundaries that need to happen Um, as well as like healthy developmental boundaries that happen, right? So as kids grow older, it's of course healthy for them to have bits and bits more of independence and freedom and ability to kind of break the rules a little bit, uh, make mistakes a little bit, those kinds of things. So if we feel maybe overly enmeshed, we might be overly connected to them. We might take it really personally if they're upset with us um, or if they would rather hang out with their friends than us, right? So enmeshment can be kind of like, hey, they're like my best friend and I fully identify with them compared to like, oh, hey, I am their parent. And sometimes we, you know, have really, really wonderful moments together and sometimes parenting is hard and has different boundaries than a friendship might have. 
There can also be, you know, if we have our own experiences with trauma, some emotion dysregulation uh, or feeling triggered by different pieces pretty easily. Uh, I'll talk about later, like, of course, we're still going to have moments where we feel dysregulated. Of course, we're still going to have moments that we feel triggered because parenting is hard. Uh, But trauma can show up and make that to a point where it's really hard to check in and regulate, do what we need to do, like take that pause and come back or do the repairs that we need to do from tough moments. So working through trauma is going to be really helpful with being able to regulate and identify when, you know, past trauma narratives are showing up and making it hard. Uh, There can also be some unavailability, right? So maybe if we're feeling really triggered, we might like totally disconnect, right? And for some people, it might be dissociating or withdrawing, you know, as its own trauma response that can show up. And then finally, I want to talk about some perfectionistic tendencies that can show up with trauma. I think especially with attachment trauma or when anxiety plays a role. So perfectionism can, in one part, take place just on how we view ourselves as parents. Uh, It might be like being really hard on yourself, wanting to do everything right, Uh, whether it be if you've got a baby, like figuring out the perfect nap schedule or doing feedings exactly right or you know whatever that is Um, and later it might be hey like I have to do all of these enrichment activities for my kiddo and I have to be doing making all of the right choices to help them be the best that they can be and and then it can segue into being perfectionistic about our kiddo themselves so wanting them to meet certain developmental milestones in a perfect way, uh, wanting them to get like straight A's or, you know, never cause a mess or all these different aspects that can come up. So our own trauma can say, hey, I only feel worthy if I'm perfect. And then we can impose some of those narratives on our kiddos as well. And so this is not like a fully comprehensive list. Of course, there's more ways that this can show up, but here are just some common ones that we might notice. And it might not be all of these, of course, that we all kind of have our own flavor of how this shows up. Um, but these are just some, some common ways that trauma can show up for ourselves as well as in, in our parenting. And I want to make a note that these things showing up doesn't make you a bad parent. So if you are listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm already doing this. Uh, You're not a bad parent. It's okay. I know for sure I have had my own things that have shown up and and I've identified that's kind of why I'm doing this episode because I'm like, ooh, I've really noticed like how some of these things can show up. Um, It doesn't make you a bad parent. It makes you human. It's kind of the norm that families often take, right? So in the therapy world, there's this term called generational trauma. So it's where trauma just gets passed down and passed down and passed down. Um, Because a lot of the times people don't really take the time and space that they need to heal it. And I think in today's day and age, we're starting to value that a little bit more. There's a little more space to recognize like, ooh, like here's some trauma that was, whether it be attachment trauma that was passed down from generations um, or maybe it's, you know, a different trauma that has shown up in your life, but we can see, yeah, we deserve, we deserve healing for this. We deserve space and support first and foremost for ourselves, uh, cause we are human and we are worthy and we deserve that. 
And as a bonus, uh, when we take that space to heal, it helps us show up more authentically and present in our relationships, including our relationship as a parent. And so through this, when when we work on this, and, and this is where you might start working with a therapist, uh, you know, go, go online and find a therapist who maybe has some focus in trauma, um, look through some bios. I, I have some episodes uh, a, a bit ways back that talk about like how to find a therapist that's a good fit for you and all of that. So if you're not sure where to start and you haven't done therapy before, you might scroll down through my episodes and, and find some of those uh, what therapy looks like and how to find a good fit. So those are there if you need some extra support. But right, like find a therapist that feels like a good fit and work with them. So that's going to help you to hold space for, yeah, what did show up for me? Um, a lot of times we might start therapy for one thing and then we can identify like, ooh, there's some like different attachment pieces that I need to work on from my upbringing and, and here are like roles that I feel like I have to play and things that I have to do right to be good enough. Um, so there's a lot that can be unpacked with a therapist that you feel really comfortable with and trust. And when you unpack that, then you're going to identify like, okay, yeah, how do I want to live my life? What values and goals feel really authentic to me? How do I want to be present uh, for myself and for others? So we start to shift our worldview a little bit. So it's less and less impacted by our trauma as we work through it. And this is a long-term process. Uh, for most of us, it's kind of a lifetime process. Working through trauma doesn't mean it just gets zapped from your brain and you never have any like moments that bring up a little trigger or a tough moment here or there. Um, but it means we are more able to identify it. So as you're working through this and you know, for, for the theme of this episode, right? If you're working through trauma pieces and saying like, okay, I don't want trauma to have as much as of an impact on how I parent. I want to be more present as a parent. Um, then we can see, okay, what things let me know that trauma and that trauma narrative is showing up again. Uh, so for me, that's going to be maybe the overly cautious pieces, uh, maybe a little bit of the enmeshment pieces or the perfectionistic, especially for myself, pieces. Um, so when those themes show up, then I can identify, ooh, some of my past experiences, as well as like perinatal experiences, those are showing up for me. And so I can pause Maybe I hand off my kiddo to my partner or someone else who can spend time with them while I ground and regulate, and I can take a breath, reconnect to what's really important for me. And usually this, this is going to look like giving myself some grace, uh, allowing myself to be an imperfect parent is a really great way that we can work on healing some trauma pieces. Uh, it doesn't mean that it's easy to do. We don't just say it and do it. It's it's a long-term process where we keep working on it. We keep working on it. And uh, especially if any of you listening have some perfectionistic tendencies, that's probably going to show up in your healing. Um, and so I want to put this out there that like doing this quote-unquote right uh, it doesn't mean you're going to be perfect at it. You're still going to have your triggers. You're still going to have your tough moments. And that's human. And like what great moments to model to your kids, right? Like, 
hey, I can have a moment where I maybe didn't parent in the way that I wanted to. I can check in, I can pause and regulate, and I can come back and make a repair, right? And and I can do this and work through guilt and shame so that ineffective shame isn't showing up here. And gosh, what a great lesson. I think if you can just pause and be like, oh, what would it have been like if my parent did that for me, right? And was a little bit more open and vulnerable with these things. I think those would be really important lessons where we could see like, oh, my parents aren't perfect and that's okay. And when they make mistakes, they make repairs with me. And now that I can see that from people that I love and value so much, now I can practice it for myself in my relationships um, and for myself, right, with the relationship with the self. So all of this does not mean you will do it perfectly. It just gives you some more tools and resources to identify what's going on, to check in, to make repairs, to do all these lovely things. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of all I'll go into for this episode this could be right like trauma is so all-encompassing and parenthood can be really all-encompassing and and so there could be like a full series just on this stuff uh but this is maybe just a nice like overview and introduction to um how working through our trauma can help us show up better for ourselves, but also better as uh parents and it doesn't mean better in like being the best parent but more authentic, parent in ways that we really want to be uh, parents. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and let me know if you have more like questions or thoughts on this because it's something I'm really passionate about. It combines my uh, passion about trauma as well as like parenthood and perinatal health. So if there's more you'd like to know, let me know and I will add some more content about this as well. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If I referenced any links in this episode, you can find them below in the show notes. If you like the Ground and Grow podcast, I would greatly appreciate a rate and review from wherever you're listening so that others can find us too. If you'd like to be the first to know when new episodes are coming out, you can subscribe as well as follow me on Instagram at Kayla Estenson Wellness for all updates. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.